are Christians worthy? Is it healthy to believe that we are worthy? And is being worthy the opposite of being worthless? Well, as Christians, we walk this thin line between humility and self-deprecation. But where is that line and how do we understand our worth? Yes, stick around because that is exactly what we are talking about today. Let's get to it. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. Where we talk about myths and misunderstandings surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. And today we are talking about worthless. That's why it says that on the thing. On the deal. And if you're just listening, uh, go to our YouTube it and check it out. It says it on the deal. Because it says it on the deal. Welcome back to our channel. If you're new here, um, look around. Stay a while. Check out some other stuff. <laughs> take your shoes we, off. Take your shoes Get off. Get comfortable. <laughs> uh, or you can think about joining our inner circle. Be one of those yes. folks. Because they're home every time we get on. Mm-hmm. Hey, inner circle, how y'all doing? Hey, did you guys watch that episode about how we almost joined a cult? If not, go back and watch that. Check it out. Check out the Patreon mm-hmm. or check out the Facebook group because it is yes. on NER. Yes. So this conversation today comes after a, you know, a session where I had hours of notes given <laughs> to me. No, um, I was having a conversation with Nick. That's me. I'm Nick. My husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you we're met ma- him? We're married okay. and everything. This is my Crazy. husband. Put a ring on it. No, <laughs> um, and we were talking about, well, it was, I was expressing some things and it's things I've expressed before, just like. I wasn't saying it out loud. I wasn't really putting a word to it, but I was expressing feelings of worthlessness and feelings of needing to seek validation and, and kind of chasing after that. And my husband, who's really good, he's been a pastor before and he's like, he's still a pastor. He's my personal pastor. And he was asking these questions. He never, it's crazy. The people in your life who teach the best, who can counsel well, will listen, but they'll also ask questions that they, they tend not to be like, well, here's your problem. Here's this is what, what you, you got to do. You know, that's what parents do that. Like parents will oftentimes will give advice in that way. But, um, but really those people that listen and then will ask those questions, those really searching questions that are more for you than they are for them. And that's what my husband was doing. And through that conversation and just through, um, what the Holy spirit was doing in my heart, the word unworthy just resonated in my spirit. And it wasn't in a condemning way. It wasn't in, it wasn't in any way negative. And there was no fear in it. It was just like, wow. Like I just felt the, the genuine like value that I have. Mm -hmm. And that made me realize what that word unworthy means for the Christian. Which sounds kind of confusing. It does. If you don't understand. I was confused. (laughs) Worth (laughs) in, uh, in the biblical sense and what God, um, what worth God ascribes to us. Right. Because it's easy. I think in the, in the worldly sense to say, if something's unworthy then it's less than like, that's unworthy of my attention. That's Mm. unworthy. Like it's not worth worth my time. Exactly. Unworthy and worthless seem to be synonymous Mm -hmm. when it comes to um, worldly conversations, Mm. but it is not, that is not so my good friend in, in uh, Christianity in in our faith walk. We don't, um, we don't have the same definitions of worth that the world does. Mm. And so uh, just to give some, some general definitions, and these are just from um, like the Webster's dictionary. Channeling my inner porky pig just a dictionary. So definition of being worthless or of worthless. Worthless means having no real value 
or mm. use. Uh, having no good qualities, deserving contempt. Wow. That is the definition of worthless, which a lot of times we associate unworthy mm-hmm. with worthless. Yeah, but unworthy, like worthy has a different definition from worthless, yes. obviously. But worthy is is showing qualities or, excuse me, having abilities that merit recognition in a specific way. Okay. And so like uh, if a person is is important or notable or has um has a particular influence they have a certain um they they are worthy in in the eyes of the people who know them and who um who value what they bring and what they offer which is why in in christian circles we say only god is worthy like only mm-hmm. and we see this in scripture like throughout the psalms like mm-hmm. god you alone are worthy uh you are mm-hmm. and normally we have um kind of uh things that God's worthy of, like God's worthy alone of praise, of praise yeah. worthy of worship, worthy of adoration. Um, meaning he, we're ascribing worth, which is also what worship is. Mm, when you're worshiping, mm-hmm. you're saying you're ascribing worth to something, which is also why you can worship anything like it. Yeah. Not just God. Um, but only God is worthy of your worship mm-hmm. because he has uh, a worth that is set apart, that is different, yeah. that that's greater than. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of times in uh, scripture, we see, this, this idea of worth being kind of played out in different people's testimonies. Yeah. So like you have um, John the Baptist or mm. the baptizer, if that's how you uh, <laughs> read it in your word. John's cousin or <laughs> Jesus' cousin. Sorry. Um, but he says like, I'm not even worthy to untie Jesus' sandals. Mm. Like, and I love that he says untie, like, cause <laughs> like that's like putting tying way out of his realm. Yeah. Because like I can't even harder. undo the sandal. Right. Cause that's the easiest thing. Like, listen, I'm not even worthy. I'm not even fit. I don't have the worth mm. to untie his sandals. Wow. That's interesting. Well, and like in, and even in the old Testament, you have like Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah talking about our righteousness being filthy rags. And like yeah. that, that understanding of like that, your righteousness is, is worthless. Like your Which, righteousness doesn't actually accomplish anything. Bible nerd note, uh, that understanding of filthy rags is actually, uh, more akin to saying like you're, your uh, righteousness is a used feminine product. Oh, it's when he says filthy rags in in the old Testament. That's more of the feel of what he's saying. So a maxi pad <laughs> a of used, righteousness, a used one, a used maxi pad of righteousness. And so Just think about that. That's an interesting visual. You think you're righteous, huh? Let me sh- let, let me, me tell show you, you how much your righteousness is no, worth. Don't show anyone. No, no, no don't show anyone. <laughs> um, and then Paul in the New Testament, he talks about all of his pedigree, right? Because Paul was a mm. Jew among Jews, and he says all of that's rubbish. Basically, saying everything that I have is, is worthless. Poop. It's dung yeah. compared to the righteousness that is in Christ. So mm-hmm. He's talking about the worldly worth, yeah, and and how that that doesn't mean anything when it comes to the things of the Lord. Yeah. Well, um, then Jesus, when he is um, speaking to the people, he says. When the man is like, hold on, let me go back and take care of my affairs before I come follow you. Jesus is like, hold up, bro. Anyone who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is unworthy. 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 Or unfit. So that same like understanding that being unfit to do something is unfit for the kingdom of God to do the work that I'm doing. Yeah. And that's it's so hard because we think like, wow, Jesus said that. Like he did. He didn't just say like, man, that's not cool. He was like, look, if you're even going to look back while you're trying to do this work unworthy yeah it doesn't work that way yeah and and honestly like something that's really has empowered me in my my walk with the lord not necessarily it hadn't reached beyond that i think until this week but something Mm -hmm. that really has empowered me with the lord and encouraged me is knowing that 
Christ imputes his righteousness to us. Now that's just a fancy word, meaning like he transfers it. Like it's mm-hmm. given to us the moment we come to faith in Jesus Christ. And that righteousness makes us like he calls us good because of Christ's goodness in yeah. us. And it's so weird because we spend all this time. And I think we do a lot of damage in some like faith circles and like certain types of church events mm-hmm. and revivals and things where we really pound into people. We're like, we're hitting them hard with, you're not worthy. You're mm-hmm. not worthy. You're, you yeah. are not good. You are not good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, wait a minute. But now, hold on. Just so you know, that instant you began to believe by faith in Jesus Christ and what he did for you on the cross, mm-hmm. you're good now. Well, and I think there's a, there's a misconception because like there's some truth to that. Like you're not worthy of, of what God has done and you're not worthy of, of really God's attention because mm. of how lowly we are as people. Like what is man that you are mindful of us, right? Mm-hmm. That's what scripture says. Um, but I think mainstream culture focuses, mainstream Christian culture um, really highlights the, it's really one of two things. Like you deserve everything that God has for you or you're completely worthless mm. and only God is good. And like the, the dangerous part I think is that they're both partially true. Yeah. Like there's some yeah. truth in both of those. Like you're, you're not completely worthless, but when we focus so much on that, I think it's needed in some circles where there's a sense of um, uh, piousness and pride yeah, and arrogance to be like, oh man, look at all the stuff I've done for God. I think in those circles you have to highlight like actually no like no mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but then in other circles where you're already beat down and you're like listen i already feel like i'm worthless yeah um we can't then overdo the thing of like you have no worth mm-hmm. zero worth sir mm-hmm. um you are completely worthless uh, and so in order to be accepted you have to act worthless mm-hmm. you have to um put on this air of like oh oh you know it's just i you know, I can't really do anything. It's just the Lord. I couldn't. Oh, no. I, I remember having a conversation with um, with somebody once and they were really talented in an area, an area that uh, their gift would have been welcomed and a blessing to others. And when I brought this to them, I was like, hey, this is something that God is God can use to bless people like utilize this. And like, oh, I'm not worth using my gift. It's like, mm. no, like now you're calling God a liar. Like now, now that's an acclamation like. um you're making a statement against God Wow! Um, in that, in that statement of being like, God gave me this thing, but you know what? I'm not worth using it. Like, mm, no, yeah. no. Now you're, you've crossed that line from humility to this kind of self deprecation, which is still, it's still prideful, super prideful. There's still yeah. a little, like there's still part of that. And it's so easy to slip into that. And honestly, I will say, I think it's because like if you were saying in certain circles or in certain environments, you may need to highlight this aspect mm-hmm. and in others. And that's cultural. Like we understand like contextual Christianity goes to those who need to hear the gospel. And we understand, okay, these people are going to receive this in this way. That's why I need to express it in this way. It's Mm -hmm. the same truth, but I'm going to contextualize it so that they understand it from their cultural place. That's right. And I think that is one thing that's so beautiful about the gospel, um, that God created it in a way that it can be palatable to all different languages and cultures and peoples Mm -hmm. throughout time. But the danger in our human, um, I guess, efforts to make people understand the gospel, to by our own logic and um, cunning, I guess, in a way of like mincing words or putting things together in a way that they're yeah. going to they're gonna receive it more, making it more palatable. We go to one group of people and we say, oh, you've been oppressed. And so we're, we need to make sure that we, we highlight this, but then we turn it into a prosperity gospel. It can be, and we yeah. say like, okay, well, 
we need to really make sure you understand like you are worthy mm-hmm. and we need that. We're going to say all of these things and these affirmations and we're going to make sure that it's, and then it becomes about the person mm-hmm. or well, the then, stuff or the stuff. And then the other, the other side of it, those who maybe have been the oppressor, mm-hmm. maybe have felt that pride can say, Oh, I'm not worthy. And Oh, I could never. And I, and honestly being someone being like a, a mixed person in a predominantly white church environment, growing up in that, being exposed to that, I will say that's kind of an identity crisis that I've had is like mm-hmm. understanding that like the prosperity gospel and how it kind of came to be mm-hmm. was through that trying to fight the oppressive um, culture that it was um, in the midst of yeah, and seeing the value and like, yes, we as human beings have dignity and, and value and God has created us with talents and abilities to be used in the body. But then being a part of that environment where those who look like me traditionally, culturally should not ever be highlighted or should not ever be elevated to a place of leadership mm-hmm. or be used for edifying the body publicly mm-hmm. and being, being kind of told in a sense like, well, you shouldn't, you can't do that because those in that culture mm-hmm. have told themselves, I'm not worthy of doing this. Mm. And therefore you definitely are not worthy of wow. doing that. And so it's, it's been really hard that yeah. fighting that worthless feeling yeah. of like, but also knowing the truth of the scriptures, which says, no, I I've been knit together like specifically right. by God for a purpose. He has, a, he has appointed me for something yeah. uh, for such a time as this. And so like, how do we take those scriptures and marry them so that we then create um, a ministry goal or a ministry effort that isn't, self-deprecating, but also isn't self-serving. Well, I think we need to go back to what you said a second ago, because I think that's so important for people to understand is this, this, um, narrative that's been fed to us about, I can't achieve or I can't do well, or I can't, um, I can't thrive. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember one time a pastor told me I I had this dilemma because I'd bought so much into this self-deprecating gospel of like, I have to just basically like, sell all my things, literally sell all my things and mm. just be poor my whole life. And like, that's what honors God. And I remember I asked a pastor friend of mine, I was debating whether to take one job or another job. And I was like, yeah, but this job pays more and I don't want to take it for the money. And my pastor friend was like, why not? Why do you think God doesn't want you to, to have options that you can then utilize those resources for other things? Like, do you think the money is evil? Like, what is, what is this? Mm. And it, I had to really like, reconcile in myself like wait I really am thinking that God is like can't bless me any other way but spiritually like Mm -hmm. I I really started pigeonholing God and then there have been other times in my life where my focus has been so much on God can only bless me in the physical yeah like some of my most challenging financial times have been a huge blessing spiritually or relationally but in that moment I'm like oh God I just want you to bless me and God's Mm -hmm. like I'm blessing you and so I think what you said is like how can we reconcile those two it's it's dynamic there's such a dy- dynamism <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's dynamic uh it doesn't it's not static you can't yeah. just be like it's only this thing and I think part of that um part of the way that you can you can understand that is to understand what being worthy really means yeah. but before we get into that if you know somebody that needs to hear this uh you know what you're supposed to yeah. do and if there's something you're sure. hearing right now that you're like oh I got I, I gotta like I gotta say this comment say something like be a part of this conversation because this is ongoing. Obviously, this is something that we've been um, wrestling with. I know I've been wrestling with it for a long time. And then mm-hmm. to be able to share with others, um, that's one of the things that God has given us is that beauty of like, oh, you too? Yeah. Uh, bet. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's let's yeah, go good. through the motions of 
not the motions, but let's go, <laughs> let's go through the process, I should say, of, of being healed from this. So, Amen, that's good. Um, so being unworthy. Yes. What is that? Well, it's not being worthless, first off. So being worthless is having no value, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas being unworthy is really a testament of God's grace. Mm. Grace. If you don't know what grace is, um, it is unmerited favor. Undeserved. Undeserved. Don't deserve it. I like In other words, deserved. It makes deserved. me sound learned. Undeserved. <laughs> <laughs> or does it? I don't know. It does it. Kind of makes it sound like you're just pronouncing words wrong. Um, <laughs> but no, um, undeserving having to do with not a statement of your worth. Yeah. Because that is honestly, that's where I was hung up for so long. I was like, I'm, I don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. So somehow I'm worthless. Mm. No, it's, it's saying you can't earn it. Yeah. Like if you could earn it, it wouldn't be grace. That's right. Like that's what it's saying is it, this undeservedness means like you didn't earn it. You didn't do nothing. You did purchase this for you. Yeah. You came into the store and they were just handing out freebies. Mm-hmm. You didn't walk in and give them any money. It was grace. It was given to you for free. Grati. Gratis. <laughs> gratia. However, however you want to say Latin. Gracias. You speak Latin Which still. Is, thank you. In Spanish. Gra- gracias. Yes. Um, well, and I think that image of you didn't earn it versus you're, wor- you're not worth anything. Um, to put that in context, like our children, there are things that we give them that they don't earn, mm. um, like everything that they have because they're children. They can't work. Right. So there are times where we'll give our children something and um, they'll receive it and it'll be awesome. And they'll be like, yeah, other times that they'll ask for things and we're like, no, you can't have that. But then they're like, but but how can I get it? Like, no, the, the answer is just no. Like you it doesn't mean I love mm. you any less. Mm-hmm. You're still worth so much to me. I love you so much, but no, like yeah, I, still no can't, right now. I still can't give you the thing or listen, I love you. I don't love you anymore because I'm giving you this thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just giving you this thing because I see it's good for you in this situation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have anything to do with your value or your worth to me or your performance or your performance. Yeah. Although there are some things it's like, yeah, you're not getting that. You ain't getting that. I can't <laughs> yeah, help I'm not you doing that. that today. Well, and the, the other side of grace, um, when we're talking about faith in Christ is mercy. So with, with grace, we get something that we didn't earn. Mm-hmm. With mercy, we don't get something that we do rightly deserve, that we have, we have earned. We have purchased, um, what is it? Um, the wages of sin is death, mm-hmm. the, the cost. Yeah. There, there's a price to be paid. And it's understanding with mercy, yeah, you racked up a bill, but we're not, we're not going to make you pay that. Like, yeah. there's, there's a difference in that. And so when, when you start to put those things, um, and it's easy for us to have these examples of like money, mm-hmm. um, only because that's typically what we tend to understand. In yeah, this Jesus culture. talked about money um, a lot too. So, yeah, and so money, money is a thing we, we get. We feel the cost of things, yeah, right? Amen. Right now, we feel the Even cost right of now. things. Yeah. Um, and so there's there's just a beauty to, to understanding. Nothing we can offer will earn us the favor that Christ gives us. Yeah, we don't bring anything to Him and say, "Look, look, look at all this stuff that I did." And even the rich young ruler, mm-hmm. when when he's like, "Okay, tell me, what's the secret?" And Jesus is like, <laughs> "What does it do?" He's like, "Well, you know." You know what you gotta do you gotta obey all all these laws you gotta do everything right he's like i did it did it all jesus he's like he's like bringing him he's like here <laughs> his it resume. is and jesus is like great and ultimately jesus shows him like you 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 can't earn that yeah and even the smallest thing like you can't you can't even do that and so like to understand that jesus invites us in mm-hmm. even without having paid that price and without having earned those things and done all the things correctly that's yeah. grace. Yeah. And I think understanding that grace is the definition of unworthy, like understanding that there's nothing you can do. And it's been said and said and said, there's nothing you do to make God love you anymore. There's nothing you can do to make God love you any less. That shouldn't 
like our response to that, if your heart is in the right place, should be um, just being awestruck at God's mm -hmm. like marvelous love, just mm -hmm. to be like, wow. So you loved me even before you knew it, like not before you knew me, he knew us before we knew each other. <laughs> before I knew uh, myself. <laughs> exactly. But you loved me before I could do anything wrong. Like you loved Oof, me while on. I was doing things wrong. Come on. You loved me when I was at what I thought was my peak and I was just being arrogant. Like you still loved me mm -hmm. and there's nothing I could have done. Even when I was being humble, you loved me. When I was being arrogant, you loved me. And so that doesn't mm -hmm. change. Like God's heart towards me doesn't change. Now my yeah. relationship dynamic, all that changes based on cinema life. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. But like our response should just be awe. Like, yeah. Wait, what? Appreciation. Yeah. And Gratitude. especially right now in this season, like we're moving into that Thanksgiving, that this is the one time of year where, you know, you are going to see, I think people already started it day one. I'm thankful for this day yeah. two. And, and we should consistently, that's why we're different from the world. We should consistently have that attitude of like, yeah. man, I am just thankful today that I am not six feet under mm -hmm. and thankful for his in love, hell. Like I'm just so thankful yeah. for what God has done so that I could be in this place right now, being able to do the things I'm like, when you view, when you understand that I cannot earn a breath that I take, mm -hmm. I didn't earn being born. I didn't earn any of this. I didn't strive and make myself to just be, when we understand that. And that, that like carries weight in our heart. Then we're, we're truly thankful. And that yeah. moves us to compassion for others. That moves us into those things that, that we're not just living in a Christian vacuum where it's like, oh man, I'm so thankful for God. And it's just me, just me by myself <laughs> me and God. And JC. And just, that's <laughs> it. Just me and my BFF, JC. <laughs> but we truly begin to like, that, that's contagious to the world. And, yeah. and here's the thing. If you can earn it, mm -hmm. it's not grace. Come on. And if you can buy your way out of it, it's not mercy. There it is. Like that's just, Period. And if, if you can lose it, it's not grace. Come on. Because if you can lose Come it. Come on. We, that means see, it was yours. See? That's a whole. We're we, we we start starting to get into some philosophy here. I'm not I'm not we're not ready that. for that today. But <laughs> I, I think like what you're saying is, is spot on. And I think what I, what I took from our conversation and the more that we discuss this is this understanding that my relationship to God, the, the goodness that I receive, the, the love that I receive, which is not um, based on my behavior genuinely based on my connection to him, like based on living and abiding in him, um, that should be my primary motivator for everything. Mm -hmm. And that sense of feeling unworthy should not um, devolve into mm -hmm. worthlessness. Yes. Because worthlessness is pity. It, mm -hmm. It's poor me and it's, it's, uh, it's self-centered. Yeah. And it allows me to wallow in, in self, like, grief. Content. Yeah, and it's, it's not actually viewing things through the lens of the Lord. Yeah. Whereas understanding my unworthiness is me being able to say, wow, I didn't mess some stuff up. <laughs> but Jesus, you are so good. Like yeah. it's, it, for me, sorry, this is the last thing I'm going to say because it just had this image. It's like when you get to the end of a trip that had all these mm. crazy detours and you break down and, and, you know, you lose your wallet and all this stuff. And when you get to the other side or get back home, you're like, man, that was nuts but we made it back safe mm. like i think that should be the like listen i am not worthy to be here right now but hey yeah. i'm here thank you god yeah like i'm in your grace yeah and so yeah it's so know. good well and one of the images that came because i because i wrote something about this i put it up on uh, social media i wrote a thing because i just was like i was feeling i was like okay lord i'm feeling this i'm gonna put these words down they don't all mm -hmm. make sense to me but this image of the table came to me mm -hmm. and 
you know, at the end of our conversation, cause I was like, I was in tears because I was just so moved by what God was saying to me. And I was like, Oh my goodness. And I just, the echo in my heart was like, I am not worthy of this. Mm-hmm. Like I was so off course. Like I was like over here in la la land in my own little, la, la, woe la, is la. me. Boo-hoo, Kylie Joe. <laughs> Somebody help me. <laughs> and I was like, God didn't have to take that time mm-hmm. to go on that detour. He didn't have to. He didn't have to say, okay, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to walk with you in this. And I'm going to carry you through it. And we're, we're going to wrestle through some things. And you're going to come to the understanding you need to come to. But he didn't have to do that. Yeah. Just like, you know, Jesus had the choice. He had the choice because he had free will, just like we have free will. He had yeah. the choice, but he said, not my will, but yours, Father, your will be done. And he didn't have to choose that, but he did for our sake yeah. because we are worth something to the Father. And Jesus saw that. He saw that in the woman who came with the alabaster jar. Mm-hmm. She came to the table. And, and that image for me was like, there are some circles and there are some moments in our lives where you're gonna go, there's a seat that's open. Mm-hmm. You could sit in it at the table. But for whatever reason, you've been told that you, do, you, don't, you don't have what it takes to sit in this seat. You don't have the worth. You don't have the worth. You're not worth enough to sit in this chair. But the crazy thing is that Jesus, he, he sees our worth and our worth is so high, so much to him. Mm-hmm. He says, you know what? I'm going to pay the price so that you can mm-hmm. sit at my table. That's the gospel. And right love there, says, yeah. sit, sit at my table and eat with me. Mm. And that is something that it moves me so much. Yeah. And it also breaks my heart because I know I'm not the only one who's felt that. I'm yeah. not the only one that's like, oh, God, I can't sit here. Like, this isn't. Yeah. I'm not worthy. But to have God say, no, don't you dare. Yeah. And that's that, again, that, that image of like God's wrath mm-hmm. poured out. His wrath is poured out over sin. Mm-hmm. That he says, I love my child so much. Don't you dare attack their sense of worth in front of me. Don't you, n- not <laughs> at my you, table. What you thought this was. I feel I like mean, God is like at the table. He's like, don't you dare. You better yeah. sit in that seat. You are, I have made you worthy to sit in that chair. That's right. I did not, he did not die on the cross for us to wallow and, and, and crawl on the floor beneath the table, scraping the up pigs. crumbs. He puts you at the table. Yeah. And so that's something I, I just really, we want you to know that we want you to to go there with us. Cause, and, and it's hard to wrestle through that. I'm still like, Oh my goodness, Lord. Like I just went through it yesterday and I'm like, okay, yeah, I have to remind myself. And yeah. it's not to say there's, there's a prosperity gospel to it that says you are, <laughs> you deserve everything. Go out there and start asking for Ferraris Name it and start asking God to put zeros in your bank account. In Jesus name. I mean, but if Lord, if you want to put some zeros in his bank, I mean, he could do it. Put him after he is the, the God of the cattle on a thousand hills. <laughs> like before the decimal point is what I'm asking, Lord. If you could put him there, he's like, oh, there's a lot of zeros in there. There's, there's, <laughs> there's imaginary the, zeros. There's a bunch Every- on the front. No, uh, actually, anyway. But no, seriously, ask God for what it is that you need. If you yeah. like, Lord, I feel unworthy, or I feel worthless. Excuse me, but help me to feel unworthy. Help me to know that my unworthiness does not disqualify me it actually yeah. qualifies me That's for right. being in the kingdom at the table with yeah. you well and I, I want to encourage each and every one of you listening to this right now um to know that that god loves you like just loves you so much and the idea that um the image of the prodigal son right we always i mean it's been used and used but i think we hear it so much that we um we lose some of the power some of the punch mm. but the prodigal son felt worthless as he was coming home, um, preparing his speech to his father of like, hey, mm. just 
if I can just have the scraps, like if you can just let me, let me work for you. Like, it, I don't know. Let me do something. Cause I'm not worth being your son. I'm not worthy. And his worth didn't change in his father's eyes. Like mm. the father ran to him and gave him the robe and gave him the ring and, and kissed his face and threw a feast and he did nothing to earn it except mm-hmm. for just being the son of his father. Mm-hmm. And so, um, wherever you are in your walk, wherever you are in your life, if you're running, if you have, uh, been in that place where you felt worthless, just know that, that God still loves you and you don't have to work your way back, but he's right there ready to, to just love you into understanding how unworthy you are of his love. Um, and it's there, it's there for you. Yeah. So Amen. I don't know who needs to hear that, but I need to hear it sometimes. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, this has been the Nick Smith podcast. We mm-hmm. hope that this episode has connected you to living truth. Be, Be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith podcast. We are so glad that you joined us and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.